Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck. Stu, I have not asked you, uh, and it's appropriate that I do, what are your Thanksgiving plans? Are you having 30 people at your house? I'm going to get about 35 people. We're going to pack it into the smallest room possible and all sneeze on each other. So see how that works out. Are, are you going anywhere? Are you and your wife? Do- we, we do have some close family here uh, nearby. We're going to do a little Thanksgiving. Luckily, we live in Texas, so we're going to do it outside, and uh, and and we don't have a governor that's going to put us in prison for it. Do you do any cooking yourself? Absolutely not. No cooking? <laughs> no, I don't. I have a wonderful aunt and uh, and uh, family members that will do those okay, things but, for me. Okay, Thanksgiving, no cooking. But what about the rest of the year? Do, is, do you got a specialty or anything you cook? Uh, usually it's pressing one-minute start on a microwave. <laughs> I would say that's my specialty. <laughs> leftovers. Warmed up leftovers. That is too specialty. He knows how to eat those. All right. I'm actually a great cook, although mm-hmm. I do no cooking during Thanksgiving. But anyway... We got more of the Glenn Beck Show in one minute. Don't go anywhere. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This holiday season may feature more merriment with our devices than ever before as we stay connected with family, friends, and a blizzard of online shopping. But all of that online activity means there are many more chances of exposing your personal information. In fact, 64% of adults admit to risking online privacy for convenience. I've done it. But whether you're buying gifts or getting something special for yourself, you may not even know that your identity has been compromised or your info has been sold on the dark web. Don't spend the holidays without identity theft protection from LifeLock. It monitors for uses of your personal information. And if you have a problem with identity theft, a U.S.-based identity restoration specialist will work to fix it. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help you feel safer. The best sale of the year is going on right now. Save up to 30 percent off your first year at lifelock.com using the promo code back lifelock.com promo code back save 30 percent sale ends november 30th welcome back to the glenn beck program jason whitlock sitting in for glenn beck happy thanksgiving all right listen the show for the last day and a half uh, has been very serious for the most part. Those of you that are familiar with my work and familiar with me, you know I like to have fun as well. And so I'm going to try to mix the two a little bit serious, but a little bit fun. Uh, Shannon Sharp, the Hall of Fame uh, NFL tight end, uh, won Super Bowls with the Broncos and the Ravens and has been working in television since the end of his career and now works at where I used to work. Uh, we were once co-workers together at Fox Sports 1. He's now there. He does a show with Skip Bayless. And Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy, uh, in an attempt to fire up his team before playing the Minnesota Vikings, uh, used the, the comedian Gallagher. And some of you may be too young to remember the comedian Gallagher, but he used to do he had a visual form of comedy where he would smash things with a sledgehammer and he was known for smashing watermelons. And and it, I went back just to check my memory yesterday and watch some of this online and you know, big crowds laughing hysterically and I would look and go, Well, that's not that funny. Why did we laugh at that back then? But <laughs> it, it was very popular. And Mike McCarthy is around the same age as me. And I've known Mike McCarthy 
since the early 1990s when he became an assistant coach with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I used to ridicule Mike McCarthy. He was a former Baker University tight end. He became the quarterback's coach of the Chiefs when Joe Montana was there and Steve Bono. Uh, he, he was the offensive coordinator. was a guy named Paul Hackett. I got a long history with Mike McCarthy. He won a Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I've known Mike McCarthy for a long time. He smashed some watermelons, and his team enjoyed it. The Dallas Cowboys, Saturday night before the game, he, he used this sledgehammer to drive home the point about what we're going to do to the Vikings. And the last one was a watermelon, and it was uh, it represented Dalvin Cook, the running back for the Vikings, who's one of the best players in football. And a defensive lineman, a black defensive lineman from the Cowboys, got up like, no, I'm going sla- to smash that one, coach. And he smashed it. The Cowboys enjoyed it. They go out and basically play their best game of the season the next day against the Vikings and win, and they have a little hope. But here's how Shannon Sharp, and and here's how he reacted to the, I think it was the NFL Network who reported what Mike McCarthy did the day before the team to inspire his team. Here's how Shannon Sharp reacted yesterday. You're a white American. Anytime you have black people in your presence, watermelon has a negative connotation. Yep. Let it go. Mm. Let it go. Things that were acceptable many, many years ago, even though it wasn't acceptable, it was tolerated. It's unacceptable. It will not be tolerated. Find another tool, another mechanism to make to motivate your players, black players. If you need somebody, a white man smashing watermelon to get you motivated, you're in the wrong line of business. Mm. It's not funny. It's not cute. I've been up. I don't get these young guys anymore. I really don't. Because ain't no way in hell Mike Shanahan, Dan Reeves, Wade Phillips, or any of my coaches could have ever brought a watermelon. And what? And you think that's cool? And he bragged about it. Hey, we're going to keep this on the hush. He openly talking about it. He did. First of all, when I saw the watermelon, coach, what you doing with that? If you ain't going to a picnic, mm-hmm. if you ain't going to a cookout or a barbecue, man, you better not have no watermelons coming up in there talking about we smashing this. I don't know what Mike McCarthy was thinking. And I don't know what those black players in the locker room was thinking allow him to do that. Agreed. I'm not sure what Shannon Sharp is thinking. Anytime a watermelon is in the presence of white people and black people, it's offensive. Let's don't go to the grocery store together. There may be a watermelon and there may be black and white people in the grocery store at the same time. Who who lives this way? Constantly looking for something to be offended by. The Dallas Cowboys, like most of the NFL, 70% probably black players on that roster. Demarcus Lawrence, a defensive lineman, gets up, smashes a watermelon too. It didn't mean a damn thing to them. Because they're not thinking of how can I be controversial on TV and how can I accuse a white person of being racist? That That's not a common thought for most people. They don't spend their day, although they're trying to program us to, to spend the entire day looking for how we're offended. And I'm just sorry. God created the watermelon. Not white people. 
And I know there are a lot of black people, and Shannon Sharp may be one of them, who think white people, particularly white liberals, are God. But they're not. Let me break the news to you. A watermelon is just a piece of fruit, a healthy piece of fruit, by the way. It's from the earth. There's nothing demonic about it. And yes, I'm aware that there was a time when it was used as a slur for black people. But again, as I told you earlier in the show, other people don't control my emotions. And so the sight of a watermelon and, and, and Mike McCarthy smashing it, I'm just sorry. It's not some painful reminder of racism. It's a painful reminder when we all used to laugh at Gallagher. That's all it is. I, I can't. I, I help me out here, Stu. I don't want to drag you into trouble, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't get it. Well, I have a moral opposition of saying something positive about the Dallas Cowboys, so I won't go down uh, that road. But it does seem like you know you 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 hit on this, and it's I think it's an important thing to 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 revisit. It seems like Shannon Sharp is trying to convince the Dallas Cowboy players that they should feel racism when they didn't feel it, when they saw their coach who they like doing something to motivate them. He says, "No, you're wrong." To have that connection with your coach. And instead you should see him doing the most evil thing any of us can picture. Being this vicious racist in front of his players. When when you have to convince someone that racism exists and they are the victim of it. Well maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe you're just coming up with something uh, that isn't there. And, I, you know, it's it's tough because we get into this world where we just are on this constant search for outreach, this constant search. And I swear, this goes d- deeply into what you've talked about the last couple of days. We are so desperate to find this connection to something real. We're all looking to be to be moved and to feel something when, you know, the connection to faith used to be what you know, that used to be what that was. You were motivated by your faith. You were motivated by those you know, values that we've had for a long time. Instead, now we're on this constant search because we're empty inside. We're empty. We're protecting our religion of blackness. And so if Mike McCarthy had stood before his team and said very negative things about Jesus Christ and people of faith, Shannon Sharp would have virtually no reaction because our faith isn't our, our what we've just disregarded that faith. You can almost, you can say anything about Christians. You, you can say anything negative, whatever. No one's going to have a reaction, but someone smashing a watermelon and potentially, potentially offending your blackness. I can milk 15 minutes of TV and some clicks and some uh, social media follows out of that. I can, I can bet, and this is what's so unchristian about it, and what are just so impolite and just so morally bankrupt about it. And again, I'm telling, I know Mike McCarthy and have known him for more than twenty years. This man does something innocent with no malice, 
no intent. It's not received that way by his players. But Shannon Sharp is going to smear this man as a racist to get through five minutes of TV. Now, I'm saying mm. Mike McCarthy, I've known him. I've been a critic of him as a football coach, but there is not a shred of evidence that he's racist. And we just willy nilly throwing that tag on him to get through a television segment is repulsive to me. And particularly, I've known Shannon Sharp just as long. And I know it's a gimmick. I know he doesn't believe it. I c- and I might. I might not be able to bite my tongue and not. <laughs> it's a gimmick. I've, I've written about this. Black public figures. Who are married to or have a heavy attraction towards white people, white women. Go out of their way. To prove how black and down they are. And they search for ways to be angry at white people and America to cover up the fact that ah, I'm married to a white woman and I don't feel good about it. I got kids by white women and I don't feel good about it. I would never date a black woman and I don't feel good about it. So let me do these things to cover that up. Those are the facts. I know uh, an NFL Hall of Fame tight end who used to say, if you ever see a black woman on my elbow, I'm holding her for the police. That was his running joke. He's a Hall of Fame tight end who happened to play for the Broncos and the Ravens. Guess who he might be? Known him for years. But we're going to smear Mike McCarthy? So you can cover up your guilty conscience because of what you like and prefer. I'm sick and tired of it. Mike McCarthy doesn't deserve that. It's morally bankrupt. I'm Glenn. I'm not Glenn Beck. I'm Jason Whitlock. You're listening to Glenn Beck program. We'll be back with more in one minute. Now imagine this. You make a list of the gifts you plan on buying for the holidays, and someone randomly gives you the money to help you buy them. That's what Honey is doing. That's right. They're helping pay for $1 million worth of gifts this season. That's thousands of prizes every week. You know Honey as the shopping tool that automatically searches for promo codes and then adds them to your cart when you're shopping online. But there's also Honey's drop list feature where you can also add all the holiday gifts you have your eye on at certain stores and Honey will watch it 24-7 and let you know when the price drops on them. Add Honey to your computer and throw in some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them shopping money. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Beck. It's joinhoney.com slash Beck. No purchase necessary. You have to have a PayPal account to redeem the prize. Valid only in the U.S. ends December 21st. To enter and get the rules, go to joinhoney.com slash Beck. Welcome back to the Glenn Beck program. I'm Jason Whitlock sitting there for Glenn Beck. I want to pick up where I left off. 
go go read my columns. I've written about this for Outkick. Uh, I I think one of them was called Mixed Messages, and it was about if you go look at Colin Kaepernick. Uh, and his girlfriend, Nessa, hmm. not black, Egyptian. Uh, Kenny Steels, NFL wide receiver, loves to take a knee. He's half black, half white, just like Colin Kaepernick. Go look at his girlfriend, white. Um, there's a whole little list of them, and I, I need to call up the column because I, I, I've written about this. Uh, Mixed race kids and or black men involved in relationships with white women. These are the most outspoken people on this race stuff. They love to go out and smear white people as racist as a way to cover up for their feelings. How they feel about being mixed race and maybe some confusion there or how they feel about dating a white woman or someone outside their race. That's not your feelings. You don't have a problem with a black person dating a white person. No, because I'm guilty as charged. Mm-hmm. I've done it. <laughs> and yeah. so, and I've been very crystal clear about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll, I'll date anything under the rainbow <laughs> and have, uh, and, and got no pro- mixed race kid. I got no problem with no. any of that, but there are some people, all of us have identity issues All as young people. We're all work through who are we trying to figure it out. In America, the race thing is so complicated and the media makes it more complicated that for mixed race kids, their identity issues last a little bit longer than other kids that aren't mixed race. And, and I say that with no negativity, none. But it's just factual. And that's what we've been seeing from Colin Kaepernick, who was abandoned by his biological parents. He never knew his uh, black father. His mother gave him up for adoption. A white family raised him. Colin Kaepernick has been trying to figure out his identity this entire time. That's all he's been doing. And. A lot of these people, from Jesse Smollett to uh, why can't there was a running back out of Oklahoma State that went after Mike Gundy, Chubb Howard or Hubbard or something Mm -hmm. like that. He's from Canada, mixed race. I understand their struggle, and I understand the pressure that social media and this society puts on them to live up to their blackness. And again, I talked about this yesterday: the unapologetically black. Olympics that goes on every day. And that's what we saw yesterday from Shannon Sharp. He's reaching for that gold medal in the unapologetically black Olympics. And he's got to come from behind because he's carrying so much baggage. Again, the only reason why I'm saying this is this man attacks and smears Mike McCarthy for doing something that a comedian has done for years on TV or did for years on TV, the football team for the Dallas Cowboys accepted it and enjoyed it and responded to it. And here's some outsider 
trying to get through five minutes of TV and says, you know what? I'm going to assassinate Mike McCarthy's character so I can get through this television segment. I'm going to smear him with, with the stain of being a racist and having done something racist. And there's absolutely no proof of it. None. And you do it to get through a television segment or to make yourself feel better about the decisions you make. Again, it's all a sham. It's all fake. It's all BS. The dude gets on. They got segments of, of, of Shannon Sharp. We're criticizing Mike McCarthy about a, a watermelon. Shannon Sharp goes on TV with a do rag, a, a, a blunt in his mouth, some Hennessy, and starts talking all that bull. I'm just blah blah blah. Uh, I'm I'm. He does a whole. Minstrel routine. But this man smashing watermelons, that's racist. We got to do better than this. And this is why I'm, I, and, and, <laughs> I've known Shannon Sharp for a long time. And I, I'm just like, he's, he's irritated me. He's done something completely irresponsible and despicable. And I don't have a problem calling him out on it. All right, I'm Jason Whitlock. This is the Gillen Black Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Not all holiday presents and goodies get delivered in sleighs. And not all holiday presents and goodies get delivered by sleighs and reindeers. A lot of them get purchased online. And all of that online shopping and browsing can mean you're more likely to expose your personal information to cyber criminals. If a cyber criminal gets access to your personal information, they can use it to unhappy your holidays overnight. So keep the holidays happier with Norton 360. Norton 360 has real-time device security and helps block Lock ransomware and malware. No log VPN to help keep your online activity private, whether you're on public or home Wi-Fi. Safe cam to prevent PC webcam takeovers and so much more. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a great way to give you and your family the gift of protection. The best sale of the year is happening right now. Save up to 65% off your first year. Go to Norton.com slash Beck and save up to 65%. The sale ends November 30th. Welcome back to the Glenn Beck Program. Jason Whitlock. We're in the final 26 minutes of my uh, filling in for Glenn Beck. Uh, I want to make some final points on my last topic. And then in the final segment, uh, I'm going to try to wrap up what we've tried to talk about here in the past two days. But someone just tweeted at me and and about the comments I made about Shannon Sharp and other people. Uh, black public figures uh, that <clears throat> are on air and using their platforms to participate in the unapologetically black Olympics. And, and Shannon Sharp did that yesterday to Mike McCarthy basically insinuated he did something racist by smashing watermelons in front of his team. His team responded positively to it, but here was Shannon Sharp to wag his finger and say what Mike McCarthy did was racist and how dare those black players enjoy that and he doesn't understand it and and and, and uh Mike Shanahan and Dan Reeves, they would have never done that. If I was there, I would have never tolerated that. 
and it's all BS. And and I've written about it, and I keep talking about it, and I have zero problem with interracial dating. Zero. I have less than zero. I have negative ten percent problem. You know, I, I have no problem with it. I would be a hypocrite if I did. But what bothers me is the people that do it and then do these things over social media or on their media platforms to try to prove how black they are because they don't feel real good or they don't want to deal with the heat that comes over social media because Twitter is one of the most racist places on earth. And and these black public figures that uh, date outside their uh, race or marry outside their race, they catch all kinds of heat over social media about their dating preference. And then so they go on TV and try to be Malcolm X. But Betty Shabazz is nowhere to be found. Becky Shabazz is there, but Betty Shabazz is nowhere to be found. And that's what, and someone just pointed out to me over Twitter, Van Jones at CNN. He's got him a Becky Shabazz. He likes to go on TV and talk, oh, Trump, it's a white lash. See how black I am? Don't mind Becky over there. I'm down for the cause. On Twitter, on this media platform. But when I go home, I don't talk this way. Because Becky doesn't allow it. This hypocrisy and just using people and smearing their character. I'm just sorry. Mike McCarthy does not deserve that. Let his own players handle that. Why are you trying to inspire his players to do something they don't believe? There's a game. People aren't being honest. And that's what drives me crazy about the mainstream media. That's what drives me crazy about social media. People are lying and putting on a front. The whole Black Lives Matter thing. It's a beard. It's a beard Colin Kaepernick has been using for four or five years now. See how black I am? Don't mind, Nessa. See how black I am? Yes, I know I was raised by a white family, and thank God they saved me. But really, I'm baby Malcolm X. No, you're not. You're hustling for Nike and China. And so, you know, I'm going to transition because I want to leave Shannon Sharp and those guys alone because I I really need – a couple of hours to fully unpack that. So, cause people are going to twist my words here, but that's why I'm glad I wrote the columns. Cause I'll stand on the columns. I wrote, you can go find them at outkick. I'll stand on those columns. I wrote, they're all factual and true. Every, you know, what's crazy is there isn't a black athlete that I know or have met that doesn't talk about the things that I'm talking about privately. I could sit here and rattle off names of Hall of Famers, of high-profile athletes that all know exactly what I'm talking about and know the truth of it and privately say the exact same things that I'm saying. 
But the meat, Twitter is a stage. These TV shows are stage. What do people do on stages? They perform. They're inauthentic. And again, that's what I love about independent media. There is a lot less of, of a performance. People can be real and be their honest self. They don't have these corporate sponsors. They don't have these executives that are scared to death of Twitter. You can actually be yourself. And so what you've heard from me over the last six months since I left Fox Sports, and again, I love my time at Fox Sports. There's some executives over there that I absolutely love and am appreciative of. But I am so much happier being free of the corporate pressure to conform and to give in to groupthink and to race bait and to just use people. Mike McCarthy's being used. That was not racism. That was a coach imitating Gallagher and having some fun and inspiring his team. And we keep diminishing real racism. And this is going to help me transition into the final segment of the show about what I've tried to do here the last two days because it will all be distorted and lied about. And all like, he went on that show and, and he just told conservatives everything they wanted to hear. He made them feel comfortable with their racism. And where I started the show today was with the truth. Anybody that listened to this show knows I, I've been saying, oh, no, there's racism here in America. The culprits are just different than what you're being told. Again, it's no different. And I tell I tell my family this all the time. If the mainstream media is all telling you the same thing. Believe the opposite. The opposite is the actual truth. If all the mainstream media reported today that Jason Whitlock weighs 195 pounds. You better believe I'm closer to 395. That's what the mainstream media all agrees on lies. And so what they have agreed on and they tell every day, oh, conservative Christians, they're racist. Trust me, it's the opposite. And that's what I've been arguing. That people that are liberal are the ideological descendants of slave owners. People who don't submit to a higher power, in my opinion, are more susceptible to giving into their racial biases. People who don't submit to a higher power are more susceptible to giving into their racial biases. We all have biases. Some of us are smart enough to submit to a higher power and try to work on our biases. And we, a lot of us do it through our faith that eliminates makes race a lot less relevant and important. We start looking and trying to identify what's in a person's soul, what's in their character. Faith in God, belief in a higher power, and understanding of the wisdom taught in the Bible helps us move beyond our biases. So 
the message I've been giving for the past two days is in order to heal America, those of us of faith, we got to lean into each other, continue to work on ourselves, wear our beliefs on our sleeve, not in a condescending way, but let's not be ashamed of them. Let's don't be bullied into, oh, you're not perfect. You still commit sin. Oh, Jason, I, I saw you, someone pointed out to, uh, today over Twitter, Jason talking about his Christian beliefs, and, and he was joking with a porn star on Twitter yesterday. Yes, I was. Brandy Love is a human being. She tweeted at me, and I tweeted back jokes with her. I am not ashamed of that. She is a human being, regardless of her profession. I'm not ashamed. I am a Christian. I am flawed. And again, I'm not trying to get in Brandy Love's pants. She's married. It was some jokes over Twitter. I'm allowed to joke and be a human being. There are no human beings that I say are beyond the pale of me communicating and interacting with. Go read your Bible and see who Jesus interacted with. But don't be ashamed of your faith. Don't be ashamed that you're a sinner. Don't be afraid to let people know what you stand on. The other side is doing it. And they're wearing little beards. Oh, I'm a liberal. You can't call me racist. Oh, I'm on TV and I called Mike McCarthy racist. So therefore, I'm black. I've won the unapologetically black Olympics. I've smeared a white man unfairly. See how black I am? It's so obvious to any adult what these people are hiding and what they are doing. All right. We got one more segment. I'm almost out of energy. This is hard. This is, this is, I love it. It's hard though. My voice was a little touched yesterday. All right. I'm Jason Whitlock. This is Glenn Beck program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. It's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, and today you can save big on a gift they'll use every day. Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon offers seamless Bluetooth pairing, a comfortable noise-isolating fit, and amazing audio quality. So this holiday season, get them something they can use for calls, music, work, play, at home, or on the go. Or just pick up a pair for yourself. Go to buyraycon.com slash beck. Get 20% off your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash beck. All right, welcome back to the final segment of the show. Jason Whitlock sitting in for Glenn Beck. Uh, I've sent Uncle Jimmy home. Uh, it got a little too hot up in here uh, in this last hour. And so he's on his way back to Los Angeles. Uh, put him on a chopper out of here. <laughs> I, I, I want to end on a more serious note and just try to uh, thank Glenn uh, for the opportunity to speak to his audience. And I, I want to leave uh, – his audience with this message. Here's what I believe the mainstream media, uh, the Silicon Valley, social media apps, uh, the Hollywood elites, what the liberals are trying to do. They, They want those of you that have faith or have conservative values. 
They want you to give up. They want you to give in to your worst biases and feelings, and they want anger to take control of you. Because when we're angry, we make bad decisions. And as I said in the last segment, we all have biases, all of us. It, liberalism isn't a cure for biases. It's actually a beard. It's actually steroids for biases because it, it, it gives you the ability to run around and pretend like you don't have anything. You're asymptomatic. And so those of us of faith, those of us that through our upbringing, either in sports or through the church, have conservative values, or maybe it's through politics you have conservative values. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't, and and again, because I know the temptation. You look at the things that are going on and you say, the other side is promoting and celebrating racism. And so your instinctive reaction is like, man, I better lean in on the other side. If they're going to be racist, I might as well be racist. That's what they want you to think. They want you to forget about the higher power that sits in judgment of all of us. They want you to abandon the teachings that you learned in the church, the teachings you learned from Martin Luther King's life the life of Jesus Christ. They want you to abandon all of that and be like them. They're racist. They want you to join them. Don't do it. That's the commitment that I want from you all after these two days. That's the energy I felt a week ago when I met Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck's on the same journey as me. He loves this country. He wants us to live together in harmony, racial harmony. That's what these two days were about. We can change the world and move it back in a positive direction if we stick to our core values. If we stick to the things our parents, our grandparents, our pastors, our founding fathers, even though they were flawed, they planted seeds in us that prepared us for this time so that we would survive and prevail. Don't give up. We are on the right side of not just history. We are on the right side of right. We're right right now. All right, I'm Jason Whitlock. I've enjoyed the past two days. I'll see you next time. This is the Glenn Beck Program.